This is Spy Gals, a podcast made by young women to help encourage and facilitate the conversation around national security amongst young people. Join us today as we take a closer look at President Donald Trump's Twitter usage. Does it present a national security threat? And if so, what can we do about it? Welcome to another Spy Gals episode. I'm your host, Isabel. And I'm Shalini. Let's jump right in, Isabel. Donald Trump seems to me an unconventional president in terms of his official social media. Would you agree? Well, when President Trump was inaugurated in 2016, he did not adopt the at POTUS account used by former President Obama. Instead, he chose to continue to tweet from his unofficial Twitter handle, at RealDonaldTrump. But he retweets at RealDonaldTrump from his POTUS account. That's right. How would you say he compares to past presidents in his use of social media? Since Twitter was founded in 2006, President Barack Obama was the first sitting president to have an official account. So, the presidential use of social media is fairly new, but has quickly become popular. President Obama used his Twitter as a supplement to traditional press briefings, while Donald Trump uses his account to issue official stances. You might not know, Trump does have a White House director of social media, Dan Scavino. Scavino is a long-standing Trump loyalist who has been with him since his campaign. As of a 2018 court case, Dan Scavino and Donald Trump were the only ones who have access to the at real Donald Trump account. Also, Dan Scavino's office is in the West Wing, while the White House press is situated across the street. That sends a clear message that President Trump prefers Twitter over traditional media as well. In fact, the way he communicates seems to be in line with that. He uses Twitter's 280 characters per tweet to describe the complex problems that the United States faces. Let's go on to his communication on Twitter. Does he respond to world events at length? In September, after the drone strike on Saudi Arabian oil facilities, suspected to be of an Iranian origin. Trump responded on Twitter by saying, quote, Saudi Arabia oil supply attacked. There is reason to believe we know the culprit, are locked and loaded depending on verification, but are waiting to hear from the kingdom as to who they believe was the cause of this attack and under what terms we would proceed. In his tweet, Trump suggests that the strike was carried out by Iran without confirmation. Examining a picture of the strike, retired Admiral John Kirby stated that there is nothing I see in these pictures which confirms a launch from any particular location. By claiming that he already knew the culprit, Trump's tweet increased the pre-existing tensions between Iran and the United States following the United States' removal from the 2015 Iran nuclear deal. In addition, Ilhan Omar, representative from Minnesota, remarked, quote, I think what this president and this administration does is they say a lot of things and they really don't understand the consequences it has on the world stage. Omar does have a point. The tweet could even function as justification for an Iranian attack on the United States. And other countries or people could perceive his tweets as hostile actions towards them or even an intent of war. Because of this, Trump's Twitter is clearly dangerous to our national security. Additionally, Trump has been known to also praise noted authoritarian leaders, including Vladimir Putin, Kim Jong-un, and Mohammed bin Salman, despite their tyrannical actions. On one occasion in December of 2016, he stated, quote, Great move on delay by V. Putin. I always knew he was very smart. He additionally pinned this tweet to the top of his Twitter so it would remain above subsequent tweets. 
as President Donald Trump's online praise of Putin gives the appearance that the United States tries to please and support authoritarian regimes. This threatens national security because it could cause the United States to lose support of their allies. In addition, Trump's continued praise of Putin provoked many politicians to denounce his actions. For example, Senate Foreign Relations Chairman Bob Corker said the president, quote, made us look like a pushover. And Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell stated, I've said a number of times and I say it again. The Russians are not our friends and I entirely believe the assessment of our intelligence community. Praising authoritarian leaders not only gives the appearance that the United States supports these countries, these responses show that many popular politicians disagree with Trump's actions, therefore exposing that many in the government do not back him. Also, a few days after the killing of Jamal Khashoggi on the orders of Saudi Arabia's Mohammed bin Salman, he denied financial ties to the region instead of denouncing the actions, claiming, For the record, I have no financial interest in Saudi Arabia, or Russia for that matter. Any suggestion that I have is just more fake news, of which there is plenty, as opposed to discussing or publicly denouncing bin Salman's actions through the platform. Trump also has been known to either announce the removal of top officials or fire them via Twitter. Most notably, he fired National Security Advisor John Bolton over Twitter. On September 10, 2019, following multiple disagreements, Trump tweeted, I informed John Bolton last night that his services are no longer needed at the White House, subtweeting, I asked John for his resignation, which was given to me this morning. Tweeting that you fired an important official from your administration is bad, but what makes this situation worse is that John Bolton openly contradicted Trump by stating that he resigned. Bolton tweeted in response to Trump's tweet that he fired him, stating, quote, I offered to resign last night and President Trump said, let's talk about this tomorrow. Not only does the argument about whether John Bolton was fired or resigned reflect poorly on the president's believability, but John Bolton was also the third national security advisor of the Trump administration to leave. The extensive turnover of the Trump administration makes the United States look weak and susceptible to foreign manipulation and attacks. Isabel, let's talk about how the president regards national security itself on Twitter. One notable incident I could point to happened this past August. On Twitter, he released a photo of an explosion from an Iranian space facility with the caption, The United States of America was not involved in the catastrophic accident during final launch preparations for the Safir SLV launch at Semenon Launch Site 1 in Iran. I wish Iran best wishes and good luck in determining what happened at Site 1. So what is so important about this photo? According to experts, it's oddly clear clear enough that its probable origin was a U.S. satellite undisclosed to the public, making all of its photos classified. The president faced criticism for posting it, firing back, quote, We had a photo and I released it, which I have the absolute right to do. Well, does the president really have the right to declassify information at his own discretion? Technically, he does, because the president is the commander-in-chief. The way he did so is the problem. He impulsively and without others' input tweeted the image. The fact that anyone can access the image he tweeted is what threatens our national security. Former CIA officer Bruce Klingner said, quote, such disclosure of classified information by anyone but the president would end in jail time. Here we definitely see how President Trump has exercised a more expansive version of his presidential powers in an apparently unilateral move on Twitter. With all we talked about today, do you think that President Trump's Twitter is a national security threat? 
For sure, Trump's Twitter is full of belligerent statements of which other nations can interpret as threats, classified information and images that threaten our security and assets, and fictitious information that makes our president look susceptible to foreign influence. I agree. While on the surface, his Twitter might look innocent, the content and images of the tweets threaten the national security of the United States. Since we agree that his Twitter is a national security threat, do you think that the United States needs to write a law or act that regulates how the president uses social media? Yes. While some people might think it's not necessary, considering his presidential term is almost over, you never know if the United States might have another president who misuses social media. I believe that the United States absolutely needs more oversight over presidential media use. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.